Welcome to Wednesday, July 27th, 2022, your day with the podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily is more original Wyoming news content than any news organization in the state. Cowboy State Daily, sign up for their daily newsletter. A lot of action east of the Continental Divide coming on up for parts of Wyoming, Nebraska, Colorado, and Kansas. We are going to be looking at the next three days, maybe the next four, pretty busy with a lot of thunderstorm activities. We got a collision of a cool front, upslope wind conditions, and monsoon moisture. But also, as I'll show you here in a minute, it's not only just the North American monsoon moisture coming up out of Mexico, it's a little bit of the Gulf of Mexico paying a visit. So if it feels kind of muggy for some of you along the front range of Southern Wyoming and Eastern Colorado, that's why. Heavy rain and hail risk is definitely in the mix for these areas I just list right there today through Saturday, today and tomorrow in particular. We'll, go, we'll talk about that more here in a bit. Now there's better chances west of the divide and into the mountains Thursday through Saturday. And want to really point out to avoid the burn scar drainages. It's not saying don't go into the mountains, but avoid the drainages where there's been fires lately, especially the Mullen burn scar in the Snowy Range Mountains and the burn scars across northern Colorado. We've also we've already had tragedies because of flash flooding in the burn scar areas of Colorado so far this summer. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, in particular is a day where I think heavy rain in the mountains of southern Wyoming and Colorado are going to be likely, and there could be some flash flooding. Heat moves back in next week, but it does not necessarily mean it's going to be hot and dry at the same time, and we'll show you that here in a moment. Fog, this is a shot from the airport in Cheyenne showing fog coming on in. Now, a lot of times in late July, this happens. You get moisture from the monsoon, a little bit of rain yesterday, and there's a lot of moisture east of the divide. I use this as an example to show you how moist the air has gotten along and east of the Continental Divide and east of the Front Range overnight and into the morning hours. The surface cold front that we talked about yesterday is starting to back up against the divide right here and will continue to go back down here into eastern Colorado throughout the course of the day today going like this. And that will be happening later today and tonight. And this is going to help draw up the humidity. Here is a dew point map as of 6 o'clock this morning. Now, dew point is a really good way to measure how much water there is in the air, especially near the ground. Dew point is basically the temperature you have to cool to to get 100% humidity. So that's why there's fog in places like Cheyenne and across some areas of the high plains. When you see dew points in the upper 50s and 60s in this region, that's really, really moist. But I want to show you the contrast. Look at the humidities, the dew points east of the Continental Divide. Lots of 50s, lots of 60s, all the way down into West Texas. But notice west of the Continental Divide, western Wyoming, Back here into the Great Basin, you've got dew points in the 30s, 40s, and the 20s. So there's a lot of dry air just west of the divide. East of the divide, there's a lot of moist air. And I tell you, this is something we see in the summer when you have the threat of severe weather. Because dry air is actually part of the equation when you start to get these bigger thunderstorm patterns to build on up. But you see this tongue of moisture stretching its way up here getting into some higher humidity air in eastern Wyoming and into this region right here. If we were to take a further back look at the high dew points, see this nose of higher dew point air coming on in? Yeah, folks, we're looking at the same dew points in some areas as they're getting along the Gulf Coast and into the Plain States. 
So we're adding a lot of water into the combination. And this is where we are today with the high in the Pacific Northwest, bringing the heat wave to those areas still, but this cool front coming in along with this trough moving across southern areas of Canada. And as we showed you yesterday, northwest winds aloft, upslope winds from the east, and monsoonal moisture coming up from the south, and also that tongue of moisture we just showed you right there coming up out of the Gulf of Mexico is getting into the mix. This just got recently updated. This is from the Storm Prediction Center. This area, the yellow area and the darker green area, is where the Storm Prediction Center thinks the highest risk of severe weather is going to be today. If you're in that yellow or if you're in that darker green, you need to watch out for the risk of large hail, heavy rain, and there is some risk for tornado activity in that area today. You know, we really have not had a busy tornado season at all. In fact, nationally, the tornado numbers are down below the normal ranges of the number of tornadoes so far this season. But we do have that risk for severe weather. Also keep in mind, this area can move. In fact, I would probably want to draw this green area a little bit more to the west more along I-25 in northern Colorado and southern Wyoming. But certainly that yellow area is an area that I think it's assured. You're assured pretty much of some severe weather. Heavy rain and hail, I think, are the biggest concerns. And these are the probabilities. These are actually very high probabilities from hail. When you look at that bullseye right there, historically, that is one of the bigger bullseyes of the frequency of hail. And uh, that lines right up with it. This is the tornado threat. So it's not a zero threat. There is some risk of tornado activity as well. This is what I wanted to talk about for tomorrow in the mountains and the burn scars. This is the, the uh, precipitable water anomaly for tomorrow afternoon. Notice the darker green covering Wyoming, Colorado, back into the Four Corners area, but also up Northwest as well. This doesn't mean under the green and blue areas, all of these areas will get rain, but if you get thunderstorms to develop in this air mass, the potential for a lot of rain is certainly there. So there is going to be some concerns in the high country of Wyoming, southern Wyoming in particular, and into the burn scar areas there and the burn scars of north central and really all of Colorado. Be careful out there. Temperatures relative to the 30-year averages. This is for tomorrow afternoon. I know you're hearing about heat waves across the country and for good reason. The Pacific Northwest and California and the Southeast in particular, but look at all the blue and green. There's a large part of the U.S. that's going to have a refreshing cool down here over the next several days. A lot of real estate, while that center, the area of centered heat continues to be over Washington, Oregon, and Northern California up into British Columbia. But you know what? That's going to change as we go into next week. Look at this trough coming into Washington and Oregon. Their heat wave comes to an abrupt end by this weekend and early next week, while the high shifts east. As the high shifts east and goes back to the center of the country, this is deja vu. This is where we were in early July. So this is gonna bring heat back into the equation for the Rockies and the high plains. Later this weekend and next week, it's gonna get hot again. However, we do see some moisture underneath that high, and I'll show you that here in a minute. To contrast what's going on now to next Tuesday. Look at next Tuesday. Hot in the Northern Plains and east of the divide and look at temperatures relative to average where they're looking at the heat wave right now. That heat wave right now gonna be replaced with below normal temperatures next week in the Pacific Northwest as the high goes back into the center part of the country. Now we talked about there may be moisture underneath that high and it certainly looks like there will be as the clockwise rotation around the high 
is going to continue to draw that moisture up. I'm hopeful, keeping my fingers crossed, that some of you in northern, central, and western Wyoming, eastern Idaho, and Utah can get back into the rain again. Very, very dry since June for a lot of central and western Wyoming. But this type of pattern, while there will be heat, could also mean thunderstorm activity during segments of next week, and they could be productive thunderstorms in terms of rain. If you look at the 10-day forecast for precipitation, this concentrated area of moisture around the monsoonal moisture flow is really gonna be significant. They've had huge rains in central and southern Missouri where they've been in drought conditions. That is, I mean, six to 12 inches of rain and more has fallen in some areas there. Kansas, Oklahoma, into the southern and eastern Corn Belt. But notice the Interstate 80 corridor in the Corn Belt, not as wet. Northern Plains, look at Canada. Storms moving across Canada will keep those prairie provinces quite wet over the next seven to 10 days. And this area right here, even though it doesn't show much, we're hoping that we can get into some better rain chances next week for you. Have yourself a great Wednesday. We'll have more for you tomorrow.